Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys home representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Handy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of this shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Hay will be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. J.L. Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. Huh. What up, Dominique? Puerto Rico, Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico. Uh, Puerto Rico, Suave. Hey, thank you, sir. This is exactly what we mean. Somebody can talk over. Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. Who else? Charity Shade. Hey, three guys on with a lady today. So it's two guys plus a lady. Here we are. That's perfect. That's exactly what we While do. we were recording on Mondays, for Monday's episode, Felt Five sent us an updated intro song with the beat that just rides out for a while so we yeah. can talk over it. Yeah, I'm about to message him right now. Yeah, I was going to reply to his email. Let him know we got it. A little bit later. That's what we wanted. Something we could talk over a little bit for like a minute. Slow fade yep, out. Yep, that's perfect. The gauntlet has been laid down. Yep. Bedroom producers. Mm-hmm. Thursdays with the extended. Slow fade out. That's yeah. perfect. Um, How y'all feeling? You good today on this Thursday? It's Thursday. It's Charity. July 5th. It's the... Day after Independence Day. It is the day after. Did you blow a finger off? I have all of my digits. <laughs> anyone have? Is anyone going to like DC? I've never done the DC thing. No, the, the I'm trying monument. to decide. I'm trying to decide. I'm going to cook a lot of meat. What you going to do? I don't know. Um, I don't know if I'm going to have people over or not. I don't know. To, I don't know. Here's the thing. I've I've discovered. I don't like going to other people's houses. No. And I'll tell you why. I like going to somebody's house, like this. Hey, we're gonna have, we're gonna do this such and such for this, for Fourth of July, and you get there and nothing's ready. Do you know what I mean? Like nothing's oh, ready. Like they're just too casual about it. Nobody gets there on time. You know, people are showing up late. Things are jumping off late. I don't mind all of us cooking together, but she ain't even ready to cook. You know what I mean? It's like everything is too. Everything's too. I, I don't. I don't like that. I don't. I don't like that. People showing up late. I'm like, you know, we got to get up in the morning, right? We're, we're grown now. We can't just hang out anymore. What happened? What happened to us? Let's just get the shit over with. So you want like a a structured day? Get here by noon. We start eating at one. Right. Right. You get here by noon because we're gonna be eating around about let's say three. Right. And then and then I'm on the couch by seven. See what I'm saying? Couch back at your house? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. You that's can what watch the fireworks on television? I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. <laughs> I don't know what I want to do. I don't know if I want to fall asleep halfway through. Ava's on me now to get fireworks. I don't know how the rules work around here. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. I don't you know, like we could go over to the school and fuck with some fireworks. Yeah. Here's what happened. Last lot. year we were in Texas. 
you can blow some shit up in Texas. Yeah. Cool. yeah. So, yeah. we were in Texas and my parents live in a cul-de-sac. So, all the neighbors in the cul-de-sac had fireworks. So, we were just out in the middle of the cul-de-sac just shooting off fireworks. It was the first time she'd been through some shit like that. So, now she's high fireworks amped. I'm like, well, they're legal. She sees them because there's a fireworks yeah. stand right up there. Buy one, get one free. Right. right. Yeah. So, we can buy them. I just don't know how, what's the rules in this little Housing yeah. development area. I don't remember because when I lived in this neighborhood, I don't remember Anybody a lot of fireworks. fireworks. Right. Occasionally, you would hear like something go off, right. like a fountain or whatever. Right. Last thing I, I need know. is crazy neighbor over here. Yeah. Come over and fuck with me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know. What, I don't know what the rules are. I'd want to get her some, but I don't know what the rules. I guess are. if you go to the fireworks stand, you can ask them. They'd probably know. I wonder about this area specifically in Alexandria, for instance. There, you can't have fireworks in Alexandria. Right. You can in Arlington. Right. Alexandria is right there. It's across the street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but on this side, you can't. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, go to the local county office. That would be why they sell them. They sell them over here, but they don't sell them over there. Right. You know. So I don't. I don't know. Also, uh, my man Ted, who plays plays in the Air Force Jazz Band, I don't know if they're playing this year. Oh, at the Air Force Memorial? Right. We went a couple years ago, and we watched them play. They do a whole thing, and then the thing is you're supposed to watch the fireworks at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's a clusterfuck, because people get in the way you can't see shit. Even if you stake out an area, people just run in front of you. Mm-hmm. And, I think you're becoming misanthropic. And then my wife wants to fight, <laughs> you know, because somebody's in, in her way. Because you can't see the fireworks. Well, it's because we staked out this area, and here you come, you're going to right, get right in front of us, she'll fucking push you down. America. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, you don't own this. I'll fucking push you down. <laughs> I'm here now. What are you going to do about it? Exactly. Well, guess what? Now I got to fight. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't, I don't know. What y'all's plans? We don't have any at the moment. Um, we don't make a big deal out of July 4th usually. We're just going to sit at home. And this is midweek. It's a Wednesday. Know, that's the weird one. It's not like a long weekend. I didn't take like extra days off. I didn't do like a, some people do that five day week this week, you know, yeah. take off Monday, Tuesday or take off Thursday, Thursday Friday, Friday. Yeah. which makes more sense to me because f- you don't want to go to work on Friday if you're going to go do shit on Thursday or Wednesday or Thursday, you don't want to go to work, but I don't know. There are, there are the sounds of fireworks where I live. I live out in the suburbs. And they're shooting shit off that you're not supposed to have. Right. Yeah. You know, the big ones. Yeah. yeah. Like I remember walking a dog last year a couple of times. You know, a couple of times you see a thing shoot up in the air and go off like in right. the distance, like someone's backyard display. Right. Which you're not supposed to do, but I guess you're far enough into the suburbs where you can get away with it. I think fireworks are legal in Virginia. Not the ones that shoot in the air. No. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. So it's, that's good to know. You have fountains and sparkling. When I was a kid. You mean rockets. Can't, you rockets, have rockets that shoot up in the air, you can't have those. No. And in uh, fact, when I was a kid, Texas they sold fake bottle rockets. Yeah. You put it in the bottle, and it's just a little fountain. Oh, the stupid. fuse is on top. You're like, why is the fuse on top? That's weird. And the fuse is on, it goes, Psh, it just starts shooting sparks up. Yeah. Because the fuse on a bottle rocket is on the bottom, and it shoots in the air. Right. Yeah. Like a rocket. Yeah, exactly. When I was a kid, you would buy a, we would buy a gross of bottle rockets. Yeah. Okay, 12 times 12 of bottle rockets. Okay, 144. 12 packages of 12 bottle rockets. Oh, man. Too many fires. They outlawed. Yeah. Yeah. So they outlawed bottle rockets. Roman candles you can't have. You could have have anything but bottle rockets. They outlawed them. Interesting. Yeah. I don't, yeah. What did y'all have? Uh, We had all those. Ohio, yeah. Indiana. Indiana, yeah. But we, I don't like doing 
fireworks. Yeah. There was an accident. Oh, <laughs> oh the story? <laughs> yeah. Cousin <laughs> caught himself on fire. Okay. And I've uh, been traumatized ever since, unless okay, it's done professionally. See. And I'm yeah. like, I'm good. Oh, Even you, were, you saw it happen? I watched it have his five. Oh. And I'm like, you know what? Oh. Unless it's like on a barge somewhere or someone's. You know, doing this, I'm, I'm, I'm out. Was the I'm cousin good. like your age too? Um, they were older. Okay. Um, and they were supposed what to know they what they were doing. Around okay. with that involved fire? Bottle rockets. Oh, how did uh, well, fire? so um, they were lighting the bottle rockets. It didn't light, so he put it back in his pocket because oh. he's an idiot. Pocket and, rockets. Yeah. yeah, and he had a whole bunch of other bottle rockets and in his pocket. Lit him up. And Jesus it just Christ. all his whole just yeah, yeah almost lost his. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. the thing with that's the big mistake people make is they think it's out. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, that was a dud, and they yeah. go like hover over it and grab mm-hmm. it, and it blows up in their hand or <laughs> yeah. whatever. Yeah, yep. you gotta just leave that shit alone for like an hour. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just, <laughs> just let it rest. Sure. Yeah, they just used to have a pour water on it or something. They used to have one called a. Uh, they had a Thundercat, which was a good, which was the good firework to have. But then there was another one that the fuses were weird. Like so, you it wouldn't be wise. Everybody, everybody at some point had the story of the firecracker that went off in their hand. But it's not big enough to blow something off. But it fucking hurt. <laughs> but not big enough to blow anything off. These little ones. Okay. So everybody had that story. So we all stopped fucking with them and went over to black cats because you could watch the fuse on the black cat. Black cats. I remember talk. jumping jacks. Did you guys have those? They're like they're like the, you know like the black cat is like this little thing that would yeah. just blow up. Yeah, we had jumping jacks. Pop jumping jacks. Would spin spinning, and whiz the spinning around. Firework. You throw the pack and it, yeah. but there's oh, no yeah. telling where it's gonna go. Right. So you could throw it this way, and it's gonna come like flying back towards you. Yeah. And it'll bounce off your leg. It's like people would like be ducking jumping jacks. Yeah. I think they might have gotten rid of those at some point. Sounds like a really good time. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic yeah, the, the way to The thing about the jumping jack was that they sometimes <laughs> stayed on fire. Yeah. <laughs> For yeah. a brief period, they would burn up. Yeah, and they would just and they flew pretty fast. Like they would yeah. spin like yeah. a weapon, like someone like was flying. And you know at what you, you want, yeah. and you know what right. you want around dry grass in the summertime. <laughs> that would Flames. be a, that would be a small yeah. thing that stays on fire. Yeah, a lot of fires, a lot of big fields in Texas mm-hmm. <laughs> that have burned up. <laughs> a lot of big fields. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Uh, I think Maryland is pretty restricted too, or parts of it. A lot of fields, man. <laughs> a lot of grass. I mean, not this. This is not a fireworks store. Mike Stork told me when he was a kid because he grew up in Baltimore. They would just douse Nerf balls in gasoline and just <laughs> light them on fire and kick them around. It's Baltimore. <laughs> I was like Jesus Christ. Let's <laughs> go. They'll be in a field. They just <laughs> kick around a, a gasoline-filled flaming Nerf ball. <laughs> like it was normal. He's like, oh, you guys didn't do that. <laughs> we didn't think of that. No, <laughs> never crossed our mind. No. That we could do that. We I didn't have a hat that said Butch on it. <laughs> right. Butch. And it's tilted to the side. Right. <laughs> you know, fucking gothic uh, uh, Archie, Archie, uh, the Archie Comics hat that yeah. fucking Jughead wore. Yeah. Butch. <laughs> it's got a, got a, got a, uh, Slingshot hanging out of his back pocket, and just in case fireworks in the front pocket. Yep. cigarettes rolled up in his sleeve. He's twelve. Yeah, <laughs> cigarettes rolled up in the white t-shirt sleeve. <laughs> twelve years old, lighting a cigarette with a sparkler. Exactly. Ugh. Jesus Christ. Welcome to America. Yeah, I haven't even gone to like a a big fireworks show in fucking years. I think I was a kid. Apparently, there's a fun one on the boats on the Potomac. It's you can money. see the monuments from. Client of mine is doing that. It's big money. Yeah. Her boyfriend, the one, the lifting one. Yeah. So she's four, 
nine Jewish lady, four maybe four ten. Her boyfriend is six five black dude. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Yeah, from Idaho. Hmm. <laughs> She's like four ten. Yeah. She's little. Little Jewish lady. What happened there? She just is she was her whole family short? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's too late now. She can't breed. So yeah. <laughs> she can't try to breed some height into the into the clan. It's too yeah. late. Well, find a tall guy, have a kid. Uh, it's too late. She's in her sixties. Uh, Ain't no kids coming. She's about to be a sixty four. She's in great so shape. So she's only gonna get smaller now. Right. Yeah. That's what she says. She's like, yeah. I'm only gonna get smaller. Yeah. <laughs> Four six by the end of it. I'm only yeah. getting smaller. Boyfriend's taller than me. Lucky her. <laughs> Charity was shaking her head when I said six flash. She was like, he's an old cat daddy. He's a retired car salesman. <laughs> so? And? Old, old cat daddy. <laughs> old cat daddy. Do we get any emails? What we get? We got, hold on. We got like one or two emails and a couple Patreon comments, which the freeloaders on Thursday, you don't even know about this Patreon. Nope. But people can comment and shit. Like they can leave comments and we'll read them. And we got like that? uh That's Octavia Butler. So we have Edward commented. He said, Yo, that new theme song goes hard. It does go hard. Kind of got a killer mic vibe going on hard going on paint. homie's voice. Should make this the paid Patreon theme. Don't share with the freeloaders. <laughs> that's fucking mean. We'd already recorded last week's Thursday yeah, episode when he said that. That's pretty mean, dude. <laughs> but, you know, I, I get it. We could have a paid yeah, version. and like have just paid. A screwed and chopped version for the <laughs> for the freeloaders. Um, Tiki on Patreon about the woke files that went up, the solo woke files. Uh, they're still tough for me to do. It's only the fourth ones before you start saying anything. Pretty good solo show was the first uh, sentence. Mm. Pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, here's a good subject for the next regular 3GO show. That's uh, this show. Bill Maher is having Ben Shapiro on his show. Last week was Colleon Noir. Is Maher coming out as a full-fledged white supremacist? Um, I didn't know he was having Ben Shapiro on. Why would you bring Ben Shapiro on your show? He doesn't bring you anything. He brings you fake intellectualism. And um, Bill Maher likes to do that. He likes to mm-hmm. bring these people on and try to like engage them and Just maybe... Poke the bear. Yeah, like <clears throat> call them out or point out their faults and their flaws. The problem with Bill Maher's show, not really a problem, it's a booking issue. He doesn't get a lot of just regular, non-shrill Republicans on. They won't come on his show. So when he wants to have someone from the right on, he'll have one of the three people who do come on, or Ann Coulter, mm-hmm. Milo, mm-hmm. Ben Shapiro, because they are the the publicity whores that will come on right. to build their publicity. Also, up. he has nothing invested in these people. No. He has nothing invested in their their points of view. They don't really mean anything to him. This is another problem that I'm finding with the white so called the so called white modern liberal so called the so called Negro, the so called uh <laughs> white modern liberals that they don't have anything there's no investment for them. Is Ben it's, Shapiro I don't know it's damn near a thought exercise. Just I don't know just see if I can argue much about Ben Shapiro. I don't know that is he like I mean I know he's like he's, little, uh, he's nuts. I know he's like I'm smart. Yeah, like he's that. He's like I says his. He's whole like thing. a male version of Tommy Le- Lauren, Lauren, Lauren. But is he like? Does he go down the white supremacist route? Does he do racial? Oh yeah, yeah, only, yeah. Only th- I've ever only seen him just like occasionally. Yeah, he does. We pull up a clip on the podcast once we talk mm-hmm. about Black Panther, of course. 
Uh, it's not not the greatest movie ever. Uh, that, right. He sounds like like the stereotypical nerd mm-hmm. who everyone hated. He's like an Ivy League educated guy, and he positions himself as like smart guy. I'm smart. I make smart commentary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's not a fan of Trump, but he'll defend Trump if it means calling out liberals. I kind of I've heard him do that. But he makes dumb points. Like the the things that I've seen, I'm like, this guy's not smart. He just yeah. Dresses it up <laughs> to sound smart. He's a fast talker. He articulates yeah. with big words, but his points are kind of dumb. You know, a lot. I mean, not all of them. I don't know. Maybe he's got smart shit in his background. How many do you need though before you call somebody dumb? Well, that's it. But there's this whole <laughs> how many? There's this whole the, movement. What's the number of like? Oh, we're the intellectual ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Rubin is that way. He's not a full-fledged conservative necessarily, but he's a guy who kind of defends conservatives and mm-hmm. he's reasonable and he's moderate and he's smart. And I've seen, I've seen stuff from him. I'm like, that was a dumb point. Or he'll interview people. In fact, that's where I saw Ben Shapiro. Dave Rubin had him on. Mm-hmm. And Ben Shapiro was making something, some, some commentary about gay marriage and made some obvious point, obviously refutable. Or in my mind, I'm like, okay, there's 10 follow-up questions to that. Like he contradicted something he had said earlier, and Dave Rubin's just like, "Yeah," <laughs> I'm like, "I thought you were smart." And Dave Rubin is a comedian. Like he just he was booked at the Improv recently for like yeah. one night. He's he's now parlaying this success as like a political commentator back into comedy. He's yeah. like, oh, "I'm getting back into it, guys." Yeah. Oh, God. So I don't know if his comedy is political. I don't know anything about his comedy, but well, comedy is supposed to bring everybody together. Isn't well, it can. That's what humor's supposed to do. But he's isn't a guy who. Sometimes, yes, all the time, actually, all the time. He's held up as an intellectual, and I'm like, eh, I don't know, maybe. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to sound like I'm smarter than everyone. Yeah, but I am watching these things. Like, well, you know, you know, <laughs> because I'm. It's funny. You I'm say sure that. I say things. I say things on the podcast, and people are like that was dumb as shit, Andy. And I'm like, I sincerely know. doubt that. But <laughs> I sincere. That would be what something they would say about me. Not but about I try. You. I check myself. <laughs> I try to check myself so I don't yeah. do that. And if I was to have a Ben Shapiro on or something, I yeah. I would make sure to say like, well, what you just said contradicts what you said earlier, mm-hmm. and so what are you actually saying instead of being like, yeah, it's good I conversation. Talking to my, I was talking to my therapist. We're, you're smart. I'm smart. You said that. We're funny. smart. We just had this conversation where I will discuss somebody out of my past who is doing and saying egregious shit. This this particular one happens to be about people who voted the fucking Jill Steiners who are still on the thing of they're that they're exactly the same and. And they didn't see these things coming. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like the thing, like the, the as, as we talked about on the the Patreon page that you all missed. Uh-huh. When we talk about how, about the Supreme Court and stuff like that, we saw all of this coming. Right. Yeah, we saw it. I saw it coming. I saw it. You saw it. Andy saw it. We saw this coming. They have the same information that we have. Why did you not see? Am I smarter than you? I'm not smarter than you. So why didn't you see it coming? Why did I see it coming? You didn't see it coming. I'm not smarter than you. I am not smarter than you. I say that all the time. I'm not smarter than you. Why did I see it? Here's my therapist said. Have you ever considered that maybe you are smarter than them? And that it's okay to say that? You clearly seem to be more informed than them. So why, why would it, which set me down a rabbit hole of thinking of, we do a thing of false humility in this country where we are not allowed to say, 
that you're good at something or you're smart at something. A big part of the reason why we do that is because people like Ben Shapiro and Dave Rubin who hold themselves out as I'm intellectual or that fuck boy that we had on talking about police. Oh, um, hold yourself out as Michael intellectually Wood. smarter. They're not intellectually curious. And that's the difference between yourself or myself and them. We're intellectually curious. They are not. You will purposely seek out these people and talk to them and listen to you'll listen to a guy. I wouldn't listen to the Dave Rubens and them of the world. You yeah. will though, because you're actually curious. What I will do is I will read it. I will go read and stuff. I'm not gonna listen to your to your horse shit, but I will go I seek out the, the thing and I read it because I want to understand, I want to break down like when I think about the again on the Patreon page. <laughs> we're talking about the breaking down the numbers of the election. It didn't sound right to me when everybody was blaming these numbers. So let me go find out. The information is there. I'm just going to go find it. That's intellectual curiosity rather than just repeating back something. And a lot of people aren't intellectually curious. She's like, it's okay to, to say that about yourself. It's okay to say, yeah, I'm, I'm smarter than you in this thing. We, when LeBron says, they ask LeBron, who do you think should be MVP? And me. And then everybody, oh, I can't believe he said that about himself. Brian Regan has a bit about that. Why would he not about walking on the moon? No, not even that. About how um, everyone can call you a genius, but you can't call yourself one. Right. You know, right. as soon as you call yourself one, people are like, whoa. What's just, he, what's just, if, if you ask LeBron, hey, man, who's, who do you think the MVP is this year? What is he supposed to say? Who is the most valuable player in basketball? That'd be me. Right. No one else. <laughs> Let me ask. Well, let me ask you a question. If you were starting a team, who do you want on it? Well, I think that. Shut up. <laughs> shut, shut up. Well, he also had that press conference I think, a couple years ago. They were down a couple games. Maybe it was. It wasn't this year. And they were like, "Are you worried?" He was like, "No, I'm the best no. basketball player in the world." <laughs> well, I mean, Whoa, LeBron! Hey. What's he supposed to say? You know what he's supposed to say? Yes, I am worried, but I think we'll be able to get you. You're not allowed to. Yeah, we're to come together and talk about it. To say the truth, we're to come out, focus in the next game, and then it's everyone else will say, it. "Yeah, somehow, he's the best basketball somehow, player in the world. it's wrong for yeah. you to say that." That's why when Muhammad Ali said, "I'm the greatest of all time," it was so it's not palatable. Yeah, it was so yeah. amazing that how how could he possibly say that? No one else had ever said that, so everybody was just like, "Oh, yeah, what?" And they promptly went out and beat shit out of somebody. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got an email from Tanya. Yeah, what's Tanya say? Excellent woke files is the title. Thank you, dear. Hi, Randolph, Andy, and sock puppet. I do solo ones by myself sometimes. Mm. That's what led me to talking to you because I was doing a solo one about Rachel Dolezal. I was like, this is shit. I was 20 minutes in. I was like, oh, yeah. this shit. We can replace a sock puppet. <laughs> Jesus. This is shit. We didn't fully introduce Charity because we already taught, introduced her on Monday, but Charity's a comic in D.C. and she was on an episode of Woke Files. On the Patreon page. For all your freeloaders. <laughs> um, she. The email, oh, here we go. Okay, the solo Woke, Randolph Woke Files episode was so profound Again, you freeloaders are missing out. Even Tanya's talking <laughs> shit. <laughs> Fucking freeloaders. Uh, I also had to cut off my patronage, not of our podcast, my patronage of a favorite restaurant in our neighborhood when the chef slash owner was busted for having sex with a 14-year-old boy oh and filming it oh, and God. posting it somewhere on the internet. Oh, so, I mean, how do you, what do you think he's going to do about the health code violation? <laughs> you know he's not washing his hands. He doesn't wash his hands. I was just about to say, he don't wash his hands. No chance he washes his hands. 
Uh, I couldn't, in good conscience, go to a place that would financially benefit uh, someone that did that. The crazy thing is, he died of a brain tumor while awaiting trial. It is remotely possible that the tumor is the caused... restaurant still open? I don't know. <laughs> so it might be time to go back. <laughs> Under new management. <laughs> <laughs> might be time to go back. Uh, 21 and over only. <laughs> it is remotely possible that the tumor caused the aberrant behavior. There, that is a possibility. There have been documented cases of this, yeah. which would be tragic, or he could have just been a piece of shit, not good in any case. We've yeah. talked about that with CTE, these football players right. who have domestic violence issues, and it turns out that's one of the big signs that's that they big, start you lose, turning you violent. Lose control. And they can't control impulses. So right. we're Impulse control demonizing sucks. these guys, but we're also kind of complicit in them having the head right. injury. Um, anyway, Tanya says, and since I'm already writing an email, I just wanted to mention that when I wrote previously about Kanye being bipolar, I in no way meant to imply that he should get a pass because of it. It does help to explain his behavior, but he's still responsible for everything he has said and done. I think he is. Finally, I mentioned this on Twitter, but Felt Five's new theme is banging outside outstanding work. It is great. All the best as always, Tanya. Thank you, dear. You hear about Cuba Libre mm-hmm. with Charlotte Clymer? Did you follow Charlotte on on uh, Twitter? No. Uh, I was following Charlotte when Charlotte was a man, and then Charlotte shifted, shifted, whatever transitioned. transitioned. That's the word. Transitioned, and uh, so I've been following along. So I saw I saw it happening in lifetime. I was like, what the fuck is this? You know, and then which is fucking, and then Rod from the Black Eye Tip, shout out, texted me this, texted me the same thing because we had went to Cuba Libre. It's great. I went there. We, me and my wife went there for our anniversary, and and saw Chappelle, and we went there. Rod, and Karen, and I went there to eat lunch. It's a good restaurant. I was like, well, and I will never go into it again. <laughs> damn it! <laughs> I was like, damn, he had to ruin this for me. Damn it! They kicked him, kicked her out of the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Well. Didn't kick her out of the bathroom. Let her kicked in. her out of the restaurant after right. she went to the bathroom. I was like, "What the fuck, man?" People were getting up and leaving when then people were realizing what was happening. Well, did she wash her hands? Other people. Were <laughs> no, I don't imagine she did. I don't think women have much. <laughs> was that the reason? That. Yeah, people were getting up and leaving. Dude, I went over to Popeyes. Women's bathroom was consistently yeah, it's, worse. It's a hell. Yeah, it's hell. <laughs> it was worse. It's, fucking, it's a hellscape. We had to clean that shit. I have wanted to talk about on stage one a couple of times that there are times when I'm in a men's bathroom like, God, I wish I was transgender so I could get the fuck out of this this piece of shit bathroom. Men's bathrooms are disgusting. Women's bathrooms are disgusting. Yeah, I know. So I'm like, maybe it's just a bathroom Bathrooms thing. are, people are disgusting. disgusting. Yeah, people are. are disgusting. Well, women have the, I mean, sometimes I, th- I feel like I've been told this, they have like a couch in there and there's like, it's a different vibe. Yeah. Sometimes. But also women do that hover move, which I've heard from female comedians yeah, many times. Because it's disgusting. Because they don't want to sit on the seat. But then the hover move is just... Urinating on the seat. Right. You're not, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah, aims. Yeah. There's, there's no control. No. Yeah. There's no... It your should have... thighs are probably That's screaming. why you're hovering is because everyone else is it's hovered pissed and you're pissed, yeah. pissed yeah. on the seat. You know what they should have is those, um, you know those little paper funnels that you use for when you change your oil? Oh, yeah. yeah standing. You have like a funnel. Like you hold a funnel. They have those. They make that, don't they? They have them. In the bathrooms? No. Oh. What? Th- no. They for have, the hovers. Well, they have them uh, <laughs> that you can just carry with you, and okay. then you can like rinse them out and just put it back in your purse, and oh, okay. you can just okay. stand and pee. I feel yeah, like I feel you should like have that as like a little, just like by the paper towels. You just grab a funnel, go in. You can hover. And then you or stand, and then you stand, stand and it filter lands, the piss down into yeah. the thing. It lands where it goes, and then See, yeah, that's then that's you get thing. to play. Then you get to Dude, have this the fun a, games that men play. This is a gold mine. Pee, like flush it and then try to pee. Yeah, try to pee. <laughs> try to pee we don't have no. We, we don't, play fun games. We don't care about that. We, we should. We should invent this. 
This is a gold mine. That thing exists. Yeah, it's already that there. That product ex- already exists. <laughs> but They're no just not is, using it yeah. in that fashion. Well, we got to partner with that guy. <laughs> but that product already exists. Yeah, oil change is not the only way you can use these things. <laughs> you know? You know, it's the funnel, and then the woman pees into the funnel. Bathroom that is, thing does already exist. I think got, that's you like gotta a, make one. I didn't know it was a... It was a uh, Bath, I thought it was more like a camping thing, like yeah. oh. be hovering yeah. around yeah. trying they to pee. Can camping do that too. Yeah. Like, so if like you're camping, sh- you can just pee like pee like a guy. Then there's got to be a little trash can next to the toilet where you can throw the. Just funnel. toss it. They, they have trash cans in there already yeah. for feminine hygiene products. That's true. Know, so there's just <laughs> one true. more. There's just one more <laughs> <Yeah>. product. <laughs> right. Just one more product. Toss your funnel here. Or yeah. they can make it uh, flushable if they make it bio. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Flushable. Crush it and just disposable. You just throw it in there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's just, I'm solving problems. Pretty, right this is pretty easy. Yeah, it's pretty easy. I I had heard from other women too that women's bathroom is disgusting, but I, I don't know. It's just listen, does the ceiling drip? Because that's men's rooms. The wet part. Yeah, everything's wet. <laughs> everything is wet in the men's room. Is everything wet in the women's room? Yeah, everything. It's just. I mean, I guess it just depends on where you are. Yeah, it just depends. If we're at a bar, disgusting. everything's yeah. wet. Yeah. yeah, everything's, everything's wet. wet. Like, why is everything wet in but here? But at least you can stand. You don't have to pull your pants that's down true. and potentially have the bottom of your pants wet. Yeah, yeah. That's it's true. it's a it's that's rough. rough. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, you don't have open toed shoes. Oh, the splash! I have. Yeah, yeah. Well, sandals, not, but just like if yeah, the, the, the wet yeah okay. sandals at the puddles. beach and everybody cool. was pissing in the trough. That was a battle zone. The the trough on, up on the top on I tiptoes trying not to in the ocean yeah at that point we were inside of a, we were inside of a club we were inside oh. of a club at the beach we were all dressed beach stuff ah you know you go to the bathroom and it was a battle zone in there just a bunch of dudes bellying up to a they piss every everywhere piss every I can only imagine what the women's room looked like you know but I've also been to clubs where they were, every every bathroom was a single mm-hmm. and they were unisex mm-hmm with That's, a door ugh. so you like just the open up the house. door and just go in and close the door like that mm-hmm. yeah but they were smaller yeah so like, like a phone booth yeah with a very nice looking door mm-hmm. but that's again battle zone that's awesome battle zone the thing yeah. I don't really get is the um, like some people go in mm-hmm. they everything that they release lands in the toilet mm-hmm. and they don't flush it I don't like why would you just not flush it I don't know you got, you got all the way here because you're a piece of shit. That's the only reason. I flush with my foot. Foot. Yeah. That's my. That's the move. Flush I mean, with your foot. If you have an injury, maybe you can't get your foot up. Or yeah. grab a piece of toilet paper. Yeah. yeah. Just and touch. Wrap yeah. it around your finger. Well, I do yeah. the toilet paper when I leave. I don't like touch doorknobs. Yeah. So because you know shit on the doorknob. But the I feel like the I'm not gonna flush is like a fuck you to the world. Yeah. Like I'm gonna. That's why you I say know you're what? a piece of shit. Yeah. I'm just gonna. I'm marking <laughs> my territory. Well, basically. You are a piece of shit. You flush it then. Yeah. As you leave the bathroom, like that. I don't get that at all. That does. That's just like when I used to in this neighborhood walk my dog, and people would pick up their dog's shit like you're supposed to, tie off the little bag and just leave the bag. Put the bag back down. Yeah. Just in the grass. There's trash cans everywhere. Trash cans every corner. Yeah. Trash cans everywhere. <laughs> trash cans. Like, what are you doing? Just just go the extra mile. Yeah. No, no. I don't like this kind of bathroom. There's a line in the bathroom. This is the kind of shit men do. There's a line in the bathroom. Dude goes into the stall and it takes his sweet fucking time. And the only reason he's doing that is because there's a line. Oh yeah, he's once again asserting that guy. He's marking his territory. Piece of shit. Mm. Yeah, you can see him in there, kind of fucking around. You ain't peeing, fucking around. Yeah. I gotta go took my pants and I took my shirt and give me a piece of shit. Do women do shit like that? No, we try to yeah. get out in and I, out. The hover, 
because your thighs can't. I'm sure your thighs are probably screaming after a while. Yeah, I try. I don't usually ho- hover. I'll like. I'll put the you make twi- paper the paper down. The paper. Yeah, yeah. these thighs okay. aren't. I can't. I did hold. that with my daughter for a long time. <laughs> We're not. That's not holding me up. To- <laughs> it was a long period of time. I was just taking my daughter into men's rooms, and then I was like, "Why am I not just going into the ladies' room with her?" I did that a couple more than once. I just walk into the bedroom. Hi, ladies. And just walk into the stall with her. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We're all just going to the ba- into yeah. a stall. Hey, I walked into the men's room. Just what, my, what? And then they see her. Oh, yeah. hey, ladies. And then yeah, that's your little pass. Yeah. Yeah. Your little ticket. I would rather me going in there than mm-hmm. her seeing just random dick yes. in, in the yes. room. Because there's that time when you're, you're dead and you're with anything under... I guess from seven, you can just kind of be outside the door while she goes in. But I don't know, seven and blows out a good age. Depends on where you're at. You don't want to send your kid to a bathroom by themselves. <laughs> you just don't want. You just don't want. To then you're like, well, how long has it been? Is it, how long yeah. is too long? When should I go in? So seven is probably. I think because I've been in bathrooms where a parent has stuck their head in, like you know, hey, what's going on? Yeah, Tyler. Yeah, and then the kid's like, what? <laughs> okay. Wiping my butt. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing. If your kid has a butt wiping problem, you got to be in there. Mm-hmm. Like, get in there. <laughs> right. I did it. No, you didn't. Because that'll turn into an adult with a butt wiping problem, right? Right, yeah. and then you got to send that out, you got to send that in, out into the world. You won't do that. No, you can't yeah. do that. <laughs> you don't do that. Can't do that. <laughs> You're raising an adult here. <laughs> Let's work this shit out. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> was that our last email? That was our last email. Three guys on at Gmail. If you want to email you us, or you can comment on Patreon or tweet at us. We get tweets. We had several tweets commenting on the theme song. Actually, yes. Last week, felt five's theme song. Um. If you're a bedroom producer, send us what you got. We'll we'll play it. We'll be nice. Yeah, go into your lab. Slash closet. Yeah. Pull out your little... Casio. <laughs> your little Casio. I mean, if it's fire, you can send us some Casio shit. Mm-hmm. Push the hip-hop beat button <laughs> and rap over it. Yeah, rap on top of it. And a one, and a two, and a three. That's what Phil 5 did. It's all Casio. <laughs> That's all he did. <laughs> it's all Casio. I'm sure. I'm sure of that. Someone tweeted, I love when Larry XL said you either in with fake 45 or you're not. <laughs> That's true. Is, uh, just Andre tweeted, uh, I can't see anybody still teetering. That's how their skeevy asses win. Mm-hmm. They're willing to kick you in the nuts while you're trying to take the high road. Sometimes you got to get in the slop with the pigs. Mm-hmm. That's us talking about civility. Yeah. Uh, somebody just wrote an article on Washington Post. I guess I used up all my free ones. That uh, You haven't paid? No. Nah. Do you have Amazon Prime? I think it ran out. I noticed that the other day. Freeloader. I, I went to pull up. I know. I went to pull up Amazon. But it should just thing. start charging you. That's what I thought. But I might have changed my credit. It card. It's supposed to automatically I'm, charge you. Yeah. Unless you opt out. I yeah. don't. I don't know if I opted. I might, I might have. Not even thinking about it. You four know? bucks. I do shit like that. When Amazon Prime is four bucks a month. If you have Amazon Prime and you've run out of your six month uh, free, it's mm-hmm. four bucks a month with your Amazon Prime account. Oh, okay. If you that, go to Washington Post without Amazon Prime, see if you can pull up an like article which says on, on on Washington Post, I don't trust white people. All right, I'm gonna pull Somebody it up. Somebody posted that. I have the app. Um, I have the app too, but the I'll app you got to buy shit. Yeah. Hold on, I'll pull it up. I don't trust white people. I mean, you know who posted it was Jeff Hughes, and I went to it, and they were like, "You have used up your thing. You have to buy the blah blah." Maybe blah, you blah, weren't blah. logged in. 
Oh, here it is. Washington Post opinion. I no longer have hope in white America. Oh, okay. Hold on. I no longer have hope in white America. That's different. Then I don't trust white people. Yeah. WashingtonPost.com. <laughs> By Karen. See, it won't even let me see who the fuck wrote the article. I wonder if you're just not logged in through the Facebook browser or whatever. Why does it see sometimes? Well, it I look at a lot. Of, I look at a lot of articles, and usually they give you the ten. Yeah, that's how they get you. But they usually tell you when you're coming up on it. Hey, you're coming up on your. Yeah, if you're logged in though, it's this writer's it name is. Let's real quick. You don't want to be paying four bucks. Karen Atia A T T I A H. Okay. First name Karen. I no longer have hope in white America. Yeah. Washington Post. I couldn't find it on the app. I just searched it, but I'll just get it through the browser. I no longer have hope in white America with a picture of Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. And it starts with a quote from Letter from Birmingham Jail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to. And then the article says, I've reached a regrettable conclusion in the Trump era. I no longer have hope in white America. Uh, after White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders was politely asked to leave a restaurant in Virginia, discussion among largely white political and media classes erupted into a firestorm over civility in the Trump era. Those of us who identify, I, whose identities have made us the direct targets of the Trump administration's hateful rhetoric and discriminatory policies are told not to stoop to President Trump's level. We are then fed cherry-picked quotes from black luminaries, often the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. Mm-hmm. Charity. <laughs> Charity's doing the black woman head nod. Um, that slow, deliberate head nod. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the quote. Returning hate for hate multiplies hate, adding deeper darkness to a night already devoid of stars. Or a favorite from Michelle Obama's convention speech, when they, when go, they go low, low we go high. We go high. The whitewashed version of a heroic non-confrontational king Which I ignores. I knew would be used against us as soon as she said it. I was like, yeah. use a show. Thought you were supposed to go high. <laughs> ignores the fact that he favored direct action and confrontation and mm-hmm. was painted as, as an extremist in his time. White Americans hated and jailed him. And ultimately, it was a white American who murdered him in broad daylight. As for going high, Trump rose to power in no small part due to his promises to bury the political accomplishments of the first black president. It is easy for those who have who have privilege, the privilege of never being denied the opportunity to serve in the military because of their gender identity, of never being afraid of police brutality, of never facing anti-Muslim animus, of never being a migrant forcibly separated from his or her children, to lecture us who do not enjoy such privileges to conduct peaceful resistance in a way that doesn't make others uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I shared his head now again. But these demands from, for civility from the privileged, largely white political class who claim a desire to oppose Trumpism and injustice sound very much like the stumbling block of white moderates the King wrote about 55 years ago. <clears throat> Those of us who knew we were under threat from Trump have, since Election Day 2016, been told that America's institutions will protect us from yes. Trumpism. Yes, we have. Congress would be a check. The responsibility of the Office of Presidency would humble him. I remember when people said that shit. Who's going to get in there? Who's going to change? Um... None of this has happened. The week this week, Supreme Court in a five-four decision decided to ignore the president's Islamophobic rhetoric and upheld his ban on travelers from certain majority Muslim countries, legally sanctioning Trump's anti-Muslim animus into official policy. Now that Justice Anthony Kennedy has announced his retirement, Trump can shape the court even more in his own image for decades to come. All of this leads to the question of hope for those who have been working to fight for civil rights for people of all creeds, colors, genders, and nationalities. It is a very dark time. What do we do? In her book, I'm Still Here, Black Dignity in a World Made for Whiteness, writer Austin Channing Brown says she has learned not to fear the death of hope in order for me to stay in this 
work. Uh, Hope must I die. Said, I said that. Thank you. She Stuff, writes, moments like that are validating to me. <laughs> they really are. Like somebody else, somebody else said it. Thank God, I'm not the only one. <laughs> Shit, that's your bumper sticker. Hope must die. <laughs> I'm selling t-shirts after the in show. In order guys. for the work to happen, hope has to die. <laughs> uh, she writes, "I cannot hope in whiteness. I cannot hope in white institutions or white America. I cannot hope in lawmakers or politicians. I cannot hope in misquoted wisdom from MLK, superficial ethnic heritage celebrations, or love that is aloof." I cannot even hope in myself. I am no one's savior. Instead, she's decided to embrace a shadow of hope, opting to continue, quote, working in the dark, not knowing if anything I do will ever make a difference. After the past few days, I've decided to embrace a shadow of hope as well. This doesn't mean I'm not encouraged by positive developments. It is good that federal judges are challenging Trump's family mm-hmm. separation policy. It is good that those of us from minority groups are organizing across intersectional lines. Mm-hmm. We should be heartened by the New York primary win of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a 28-year-old community organizer mm-hmm. from the Bronx who beat establishment Democratic powerhouse Joseph Crowley. Her win is a reminder that in the face of Trumpism and of establishment parties that are slow to respond to the needs of the marginalized, we will make our presence known, but we will continue to struggle to write, to resist, to confront, to march, and to dissent, even if it is done in the darkness the struggles of our forebears demand nothing less. Mm-hmm. End yeah. of article. You know who marches across a bridge in the heat in a three-piece wool suit? You know who does that? Someone who's out of hope. Yep. <laughs> That's who does that. I don't hope this shit is going to change. I don't even think this shit is going to change unless I do this. That's who marches. It ain't people who are sitting around hoping or resting your hope in somebody. The work doesn't begin until hope is gone. Then the work begins. Well, uh, there, you got two choices. You what is there to over? be hopeful for anyway at this Nothing. point? Nothing. Nothing. I mean, what are you hanging your hope hat on at this point? Which is why you again you listen to the to the uh, so called white moderate, <laughs> and they're like, "Well, you have to Michael Moore. We have to do this. We have to do that." I'm like, "Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> Fuck out of here." I'm glad you're you're doing all that, but ultimately, in the end, do these things really matter to you the way they matter to me? Because I don't know if I trust you, man. Hey, Martina Navratilova tweeted that article out. Yeah. And the writer said, thank you. Um, Now I'm I'm on Twitter looking at... From this country, she gets it. Martina Navratilova. She gets it. I didn't didn't know she was on Twitter. Should I follow Martina Navratilova? Yes, it's a good follow. All right, follow her. It's a good follow. Should I follow the writer of the article? I'm going to. (laughs) I'm going to now if I can get to to her. uh, It's Karen Atiyah. It's just all one word, A-T-T-I-A-H. I might already be following her. Um, no, I'm not following her for sure. She's a global opinions editor, Washington Post. Stunt woman for Washington Post TLDR series. Ghanaian, Nigerian, American. All the follows. Yeah. yeah we're nice. Oh, yeah. She's got all, she's retweeting all the people that, that uh, tweeted her column out. Kathy Griffin. That other one, someone else. Yeah. I wonder if Allah knows her. I don't know. She probably does. They probably have lunch every now and then. Every now and then. Hey, let's have lunch. Hey, two brown girls. Let's get together. <laughs> hey, you. How are you? Let's have lunch. Thank you for being so brilliant, Colin. Yeah, Kathy Griffin. Yeah, the uh, there's not much hope left. Even the whole thing about like, like we got to really fight now about the Supreme Court, Supreme Court thing. There's no, there's no grounds to fight there's on. No, there's nothing. You can't fight. Your time to fight was it's 
passed. Yeah. Or was at the ballot box. Yeah. Somebody told you that. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they told you that. And you fucked it off. Now you're out there shadow boxing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you jump a rope now. You look real, real dumb. Putting grease on your face. I'm like, the fight's over, dude. Training montage. <laughs> the fight's over, dude. Running up the steps. That was uh, my good friend, Ta-Nehisi Coates. My good friend, Ta. Yeah, your good friend. I call him. Yeah. Was uh, saying, you know, after after the election, you see Barack Obama's like, okay, well, we don't have to be worried now that the um, the machinations of government will will curtail Donald Trump and, and these things will happen and, and and I've seen again people who who did do the Bernie stands and, and these who are all now saying well don't worry about it it's it's not you were going to get through this don't be so hung up on all these things that are happening it's like, okay if that is the case what was the urgency then before <laughs> if, if this is the case now I'm not supposed to worry now what was the urgency before also, if you want, why were you all so urgent about it then? If now all of a sudden I'm, I can be, I can know, I can don't have to worry about it. What was the urgency before? We had a lot of urgency. That's what I remember. Right. Well, if you wanted it all to burn, then you should be happy. Yeah, that's right what now. that's what I think. I'm like, you're you fucking. Sh- happy. You shouldn't be like, hey, it's going to be all right. Well, yeah. What do you mean it's going to be all? You don't want it to be all right. You yeah. don't want the whole you system to, to burn. come down. Yeah. You're out of order. The whole <laughs> system's out of order. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where's the where's your sense of urgency? Now nah, there's no sense of urgency. You know, that's that's fake. <laughs> I guess that's the only way I can He's going to nominate Scott Bayo for the Supreme Court. Some shit like that. Here's the thing. Ted Nugent. The people that he Come nominates, they, Rock. he has no <laughs> idea who those people are. That's the Heritage Foundation. Right. Here's five people. <laughs> that's why they want to keep him in power, because they can right. play him. Right. Here's five people. You know, give me, give me five, give me, and it's like we're gonna nominate a woman, as if women yeah. don't want abortion rights gone. Have you not been to the evangelical rally? Right. <laughs> there's a lot of women standing around. Here's yeah. a here's a Bible with googly eyes on it. Yeah. Nominate that. That's your yeah. that's your nominee. Sure. Was it JL who had a Bible in the shape of a gun? Yeah, he posted a picture <laughs> of that. Yeah, this is who he's gonna nominate to the Supreme Court. Yeah, and like I said, it's school segregation codified in law. That's that's going to happen. Uh, civil rights rollback. That's mm-hmm. going to happen. Uh, affirmative action. Affirmative action gone. All that shit is gone. We fucking told you. Fucking told you. Well, this needs to happen so the system will burn down. Piece of shit. Let's talk about soccer for a second before I get riled <laughs> back up again. And you fucking freeloaders don't get the riled up Randolph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get the riled up Randolph. You don't get charities vagina stories. You don't. There. See, you missed it. All Is that what we're calling them? My vagina monologue. It wasn't a monologue. It wasn't, That's a, monologue. It wasn't long enough to be a monologue. No, it wasn't long enough, but it's a good story. It, it was, was a, a sonnet. Very good. <laughs> the vagina sonnets. The vagina sonnets. <laughs> a little less than a monologue, but enjoyable. <laughs> The vagina haikus. I was just gonna say, oh, gonna that's, say. Okay. Yeah. that's too short because it was longer than a haiku. Was it? Yeah, it's uh-huh. definitely a sonnet. It's definitely a sonnet. Sonnet. Five seven five. A sonnet seems like it should be applied to a vagina. Sonnets are pretty. Vaginas are pretty. It seems yeah. like it should. Those a little couplet. <laughs> a little vagina couplet. <laughs> that's perfect. You know, yeah. sonnet. You know, you know. Hope Solo said that soccer has become a rich white kid sport and people lost their minds. When I saw her trending 
on Twitter, I was flipping through, you know, you flip through the trends. Yeah. And I saw Hope Solo trending. I said, did she get in some more she shit? She punched somebody. <laughs> what the fuck did this girl do? <laughs> what is she doing? Please, God, don't let it involve somebody else black. You're like, wait, she's out of jail? <laughs> she was just at a thing and they asked her why. Okay, so the World Cup's going on. Mm-hmm. We're all keeping track. I don't give a fuck. I have not watched a second of it. No, when I'm a, If I'm around, you know. What yeah. channel is it on? I don't know. <laughs> I don't ESPN. Know. Is it on ESPN? A lot of people are apping it. Okay. There's apps for it. Yeah. Um, people that I see in the gym, they're big soccer heads. But I mean, like one dude is from uh, um, Senegal. One dude is, right. you know, so he's watching on his phone. Other cats from Guatemala, he's on his phone looking at it. If you're not on the phone, they're they're running down TV because it's on the TVs downstairs. But I'm not really paying attention. No. I, I guess for me, it's like, I guess if the U.S. is in it, I yeah. care, and if they're not, I don't. Yeah, and, you know, and even and when that's in very it, American of you. Yeah, yeah but you I have, didn't know that about myself because the last have, the last few World care. Cups they've yeah. been in, and a couple times they've actually won and gotten out of the group, the first yeah. group, whatever it's yeah. called. Yeah, got the first group. They got to the final eight like fifteen yeah. years ago or whatever. That's the single elimination groups. I know that because I was asking about it. How the fuck does this even work? Yeah. You know, <laughs> what's, what's, hey guys, what's the rules? Yeah, now now they're in single elimination time. And uh, Argentina just went home. I'm pretty sure today because when I walked by the television, France is beating four zero, four one. So I was oh, like, oh, they're over. done. Yeah, soccer, that's over. You're done. So she was saying that because they were talking about how the U.S. our, our men's soccer team stinks on ice. They stink on ice. And uh, she was like, "That's because soccer is a rich white kid sport. You price out, you price out children of color. You price out black kids. You price out Latin kids. You price all these children out." It's just like to join leagues and stuff. You only have. Listen, I got a kid to play soccer. Like, what's the costs involved? It's a lot because of travel soccer. Mm-hmm. If you want to okay. be noticed, you got to go on travel soccer. It costs. It's the same. Baseball is the exact same mm, way. Baseball. There's it's a really reason expensive. why. Why black kids and Latin kids don't play these sports? It's money. That's the only reason. It's like tennis. What is the as far as like? Because I know like basketball has AAU and stuff. Mm-hmm. What is the barrier of entry there? Is it cheaper? Well, here's or do you what have I, sponsors. I, we were talking about this. I think the AAU one is they know who their who their talent pool is. Okay. So they figure out ways to get that talent pool. They scholarship these kids. Right. Send them to a school like Dematha. Someone just pays. Yeah, trips. they know they know what to do with this. For they know who their pool. They're like we we are going after kids who don't have a lot of money, so we have to make it accessible to get them in right. order for us to be good. And then the agents want to get a kid young so that I can get a kid when he grows up. I don't think that that's right. By the way, that part of the agent, the, agent, the predatory agent, kind of looming around. Right. But I know those families like it because the agent helps them helps them out a little bit. So then they don't. Open those doors for black and brown kids. No, no, and it's funny because I was listening to Bobani Jones on PTI yesterday, and he flat out said it. He was like, "The reason why it's like they're pricing black children out because white parents don't want to want to see their black their kids have something that they can do. Oh, they don't want them to lose, right? Or sit on the sidelines. Sit on the sidelines. Mm. Yeah. So they price them out purposely, which I mean, me and the queen were watching. I'm like, oh look, I'm fine with that. Just don't complain when we don't do shit. <laughs> we don't do shit on the world stage. Don't complain. Well, also what what has happened too is sports like lacrosse have gotten huge, mm-hmm. huge among youth and huge here. Yeah, that's what I'm it's saying. Another price out. It's another price it's, out. Situation. It's not even a price out. It's like we're gonna go do our a different sport. Right. 
And then in like hockey, like, you know, where I live now, there's a big ass hockey rink mm-hmm. for kids. Like there wasn't one when I was a kid mm-hmm. or schools will have swim teams. White, 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 which means why did he white? Not that, white. not that black people, not that there's a barrier of entry to swim teams, but you have to have sort of grown up swimming before mm-hmm. you start competing. Mm-hmm. So they have to have pools, but there's been a lot of that like flight into other sports too, mm-hmm. where it's like, Oh no, we're just uh, we're, we're a lacrosse family right, now. Right. Yeah. You know? We're a lacrosse family. There is a lacrosse store right over there. That's been there as long as I've been living here. Right. A store. A, a store. It says lacrosse. That's the title of the store. Lacrosse. Yeah. It's been there as long as I've been living here. Not very imaginative title. Yeah. As long as that store stays open. Yes. Yeah. Unless they're laundering money. Maybe. <laughs> for somebody <laughs> that store, that store does business. Why? Because there's a high school right up the street there. There's a high school right over there. And I'm sure they have lacrosse teams, both men and women. I've seen the girls' team practicing. <laughs> you know. Right. So there's a private school here, private Episcopal school. There's a public school right up there. There's a public school. They right should have called it Lacrosse Sportif. <laughs> you know, like they could have had a more, a more no, imaginative name. Lacrosse. lacrosse. It's next to that Chinese spot. I know. You've I've seen yeah. it. I've been thinking, to the Chinese I, now spot. you're thinking about it now. It just says lacrosse. Yeah. <laughs> In red light up letters. Y'all want some lacrosse shit? You come to the right place. Yeah, you come to the right place. A little note on the door. This is not LaCroix. Stop asking. (laughs) So when I was flipping through, everybody was shitting on her for saying that. And I'm like, that's how I know she's right. Yeah. Well, because they think you're calling them racists and they don't want to be called racists. I am, sort of. (laughs) <laughs> but they're not racist sort of they There's just like one black soccer. person on the team right. yeah yeah he's I nice am, nice kid nice kid good family sort of i am a little bit both parents are white and they, he was adopted <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of that floating around this community <laughs> i've seen that yeah. sort of i am being racist a little bit yeah i'm accusing you yeah, so what bit. what's gonna happen what's gonna have to happen is some kids gonna have to come out of the poor neighborhood it won't matter and other people will say, oh, this will scout over it here. It won't matter. If someone's looking for a competitive edge, it'll matter. Nah, I don't, I don't even think that. I don't think they give a If fuck. winning is important, it'll matter. I, I don't think it is. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, what's the priority? I don't think it is. Is this program, how long is the fucking men's program been in shambles now? How many years? <sighs> I don't know. Because, I mean, they've made the World Cup, and they've been pretty good considering, you know, the they're not supposed to be good. Yeah, here's you what know, I like. The women's team at. is is dominant. And I, we had this. It was, so we're out. I'm at at the gym the other day, and I'm stretching again. And this guy's talking, talking to Erica, okay. actually, who watches because she's from Brownsville, right? And all she wears her Mexico jersey. And they were doing well. As a matter of fact, they're still in it. They're in this next round. I think they advanced. Really? Yeah, they're in. The, they're in this. I guess it's an elite eight situation. Mexico still in it? Yeah. All right. I guess Elena Elena Torres is going to have her Mexico jersey on tonight. Ooh, she had it on. She had it on last week. Last week, <laughs> she had it on last it's week. It's a lucky jersey. Night. She, yeah. she had it on last. She better have it on. Yeah, <laughs> she had it on last week, and uh, they were saying, you know, America America doesn't have the good coaching program, and that they don't have this, and that they don't have that, and then the, the system doesn't do this, and then the, I said the reason why America is not good is because our best athletes don't play soccer. That's it. Yeah, but there is no but. Our best athletes don't play soccer. Our best athletes play basketball and football. Is it because there's no money in soccer? Nobody watch who watches soccer. There's no one, glory yeah. in it. No yeah. one is, no. That's that's part of it. You're right. And then couple that with what Hope Solo said. All right. They're not seeking out. They're not seeking them out. You're you've you've xed out 
Uh, half the population, half of your pool, half your talent pool, just gone, J- just gone. And I guess for girls' sports, they play soccer. They're better athletes. The pool is bigger. That's why girls don't have football to go to. Right. MMA. They don't really have baseball to go to. They got softball down south. There's no future in that shit. There's really not. Yeah. There's no girls don't have football. They don't have they don't have that. So what do girls have? Basketball and soccer. And then down south you have back home you have tech you have softball, very good at it. Um whatever the the conference is down in the south. SEC maybe? SEC. Yeah. Um soccer, I mean up here, field hockey? Eh. <laughs> Women's Th- lacrosse? Is yeah. that a thing? Watch it every week. It is. You know, you know who got a <laughs> field hockey scholarship in. was a little bit. You got the jerseys. Yeah. Or a little comedian who went to Berkeley to play. Oh, yeah, yeah. She no. got a full scholarship. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's a thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. But the the women's are the women are better because the better athletes play it. That's it. It's not <laughs> rocket science. They, they play that. And then, then which led us into the discussion of... I said, imagine if LeBron James was a soccer player. Oh, he could never play soccer. I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? He, are, are soccer players tall? Is, is that a disadvantage? Why would it be? I don't know. I just feel like... I just feel like he's got to be faster than the other guys. His endurance is off the charts. Physically, he's bigger, stronger, and faster than the rest of them. I don't know if... Because uh, people say that about LeBron playing tight end or something in football, too. I believe he could do I don't that. think that. I don't think you're missing out on LeBron in, on, in soccer. What you're doing is... A kid who is a really good basketball player, like good high school player, mm-hmm. maybe gets to a low level D one school, which is still a fucking beast. Yeah, yeah. He may have been a great a soccer player, soccer player, had he played. Right. But he chose a sport where he was pretty successful. Right. And never even thought. And to he also had no. Sport. He also had no entryway into. He had an entryway right. into basketball. Right. You know, entryway into soccer. So if he had, if he if he grew up playing both. Mm-hmm. And decided to choose one day. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I'm gonna go with soccer, basketball. I feel like I'm okay, but I know that I'm not gonna yeah, get to that. But next I'm good at elite this. level. Yeah. I'm better, just like those guys who have football and baseball scholarships, mm-hmm. and they have to choose one. Yeah, it's because they had yeah, access that to kid both. Samarja, yeah, who chose yeah, baseball. John Elway, you know. Yeah. Um, Dave Winfield, mm-hmm. Wingfield, not yeah. Winfield. Was it Winfield? No, Wingfield yeah. is the comic. I also said, I said, listen, yeah, who's gonna have a baby girl? Yeah. So the LeBron is a because they were like, you know, he couldn't play because he got, I said, listen, you got to understand, even intellect, just intellectually, LeBron is a beast intellectually. He's what you want. He's tall, he's good looking. He's a beast intellectually. Good charity. <laughs> no, that, no, LeBron, were you? Nah, not that cute. His, his face. No, uh, no, yeah. I'm good. He's a beast intellectually. But he might not have the ball <laughs> skills with his feet. Like this, he might be able to run well and all that. But he's got he's got coordination. So. Just looking at him athletically, you can tell by looking at him athletically that he's his skills he does could transition into pretty much any sport. Except, I want to say golf, and only because the the, the length of the club. Does he get special clubs? <laughs> the, yeah. the I don't know of, that you can. Tra- I don't know that basketball translates into the ball skills need for soccer. I do soccer. know that, in, according to sports science, the basketball athlete is the most is the best athlete. Right. That's according to sports science. Not even better than boxers? Yes, because they have better they have their their spatial skills are just better. The physical conditioning is just better. They can just do th- certain things that other people can't. 
I think I think the what the sets the fighting arts apart from other arts, even though I, I participated in it, was because someone's hitting you. <laughs> that throws a lot of things out of out of the window. Right. And they're trying to hit you. They're not. I'm trying to push you off the ball, and I'm trying to hurt you. Right. You know. It's just that they price you price out in the in the uh, because I don't want to hurt my kid's feeling. Because you don't want them to lose. Right. You don't want them to take L's when they're kids. Well, you don't want them to have to sit on the sideline to this better athlete. Well, it's just, isn't this the everyone gets a trophy era? Like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, I've seen it. It's I, disgusting. I got a trophy when I was a, on a shitty little league team. Mm-hmm. I'm not an entitled millennial now. <laughs> yeah. We didn't get that. We I still have it. First, I'm second, gonna, third. I'm going to yes. do the throwback thirds. I'm going to take a picture of my trophy from 1987. First, second, third. Or 86. Yeah. First, second, third. We only got a Here's why. Our little league team was bad. All right, we were pretty bad. We all lost to everyone except for like the team from mm-hmm. this shitty small town that had just a a lesser talent pool, so yeah. we beat them. But you know how the little league you have like a sponsor like on the back of your jersey. It'll have mm-hmm. like our sponsor was like a jeweler, a, a jewelry store or whatever, and the guy who ran it just got little trophies made for all of us. <laughs> it wasn't like everyone's a winner. Yeah, it was like hey, thank you for being. Thank you. You'll get a trophy, yeah. but. I did feel good about it. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, that's cool!" Like, you know, we got a trophy. That's nice. Like, I, it did boost my self esteem yeah. a little bit. Like, you know, I, I didn't become some entitled piece of shit. You play anything? Yeah, I played softball and volleyball and uh, did shot put and discus. Yeah, uh, in high school. Yeah, yeah. How were you throwing the shot? I'm sorry. How were you throwing the shot? Like forty. Yeah. Yeah, you so you were winning stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were winning stuff. You don't yeah. want to keep pursuing it, did you? No, I wasn't. I was like, not going to be a prof- professional shot putter. Well, there's uh, only one thing to do with that. You go to the Olympics, yeah, right? Or yeah. you yeah. compete at least overseas. You can compete in the in track and field track and field meets. They actually yeah. do that overseas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, that wasn't that wasn't in my. Uh, Where'd you go to school at? Indiana University. You didn't you didn't throw the shot there? No, I didn't. Um, I had thought about playing softball or doing shot put and discus at a, either there or another school. Um, then I just pursued my up. academics, yeah, just, just like had an I'm academic done. scholarship. So <laughs> I was right. like, yeah. I'm the, why am I going to, Yeah. why yeah. do I have to be at practice uh, yeah. eight hours yeah. a day? When You do got to get that technique down. Throwing yeah. these books around. <laughs> just throw this knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> knowledge is power. Did you do all the, all the, did you have all the shitty things on the wall with the black? I didn't. You didn't have the X's uh, no. you, you didn't go out like that? No. I say go out like it was a bad thing. Like when I was a kid, there was a time. It was, it was a lot of HBCU posters. Even if you were in a regular university, you'd have an <laughs> yeah. HBCU poster. You know, a lot of X medallions. Yeah, a lot no. of cross colors. Cross colors? I just had, what did I have on my wall? I didn't even have posters. I just had uh, Jeez, the typical. Girl? You were that girl? I was that. I think this girl's uh, a serial killer. <laughs> no, I had um, <laughs> the Christmas lights. Christmas lights. Oh, okay. That's cool. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's interesting. And you were the you were the girl that everybody got high in your dorm room. Let's go to Charity's room, turn the lights on, and get high. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we didn't get high, but we drank in my room. I was right next door to the RA, so we couldn't smoke. But um, uh, yeah. Charity's room, turn the lights yeah. on. Yes. And, and I had like glow in the dark paint on my walls. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> turn off the lights. This is cool. This is so cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. So cool. I'm freaking out right now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was my that was my room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was just like Christmas lights. I know what it yeah. is. <laughs> I know what it is. Uh, you can always tell who the, who has the sexy room. 
Because a lot of little candles, small candles. What's all these little small candles? Little tea light candles. <laughs> <laughs> like cherry light. <laughs> a little small tea light candles. Oh, uh, I have no idea. Oh, this is the sexy room right here. This is <laughs> the little small tea lights. A little fucked in. <laughs> slash dorm room. Slash dorm <laughs> <laughs> room. The little, the little candles. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they. I mean, that's what it is. Us. I'm not six feet away. Someone's studying. Yeah. 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 Could you guys not? Not what? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. We're never gonna do well in soccer. And you, once again, you can think. Um, that's okay. You can, you can think whiteness for it. <laughs> well, whiteness is eroding. So all these Mexicans that come over who love soccer. Well, here's they'll what, find a way. Here's what whiteness does: is it 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 um. It tries really hard to hold on to it. So for the next few years, it's going to be even harder. All right. Trying to hold on. That's why they went to lacrosse. Yeah. What does this fox check the ideology of the Capital Gazette after the mesh? Oh, they look to see if they were. If they're a liberal paper? Who gives a shit? They're a paper. Um, that was when the, the shooting happened at the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Fox was like, we checked. Uh, they're pretty neutral. So basically, we checked to see if they deserved it. Yeah, is what they were. Also, going this for. Dana Lowe, she's a piece of shit. I mean, we we you know, knew that about her, but she gets away with being a piece of shit. I think it's because she's attractive, because she gets away with being a piece of shit, man. Does a she get away with it? Piece of shit. Yeah, there's no consequences for her. What's the consequence? This is how you know when somebody's getting away with something when there's no tangible consequence. That's how you know somebody's getting away with it. Well, what should we're be talking the consequence? about it, but. Uh, there's like she's no, not going to lose her job. Well, not with us. She should be. She's not going to jail for. I that. don't know. Let's think of a consequence. You know, who Dana Lucia is the head of the NRA. It's, oh yeah, she, you're, you're political. She you pronounces it lash. lash. Is that how she pronounces yeah, it? There's no a in there. Oh my god. L o e s c h. That's some sort of weird slavery thing. I swear it has to be <laughs> the lash. And she also does. Um, she, she's the spokeswoman for Super Beats. Have you seen the infomercial? Oh, well, how about that? <laughs> what what, is, what is Super Beats? Oh, it's a, well, I'll tell you. Is ya. it a Beats by Dre situation? No, no, Beats as in a oh, beat Again, juice. is it something to do with slaves? Slavery? No, no, no. <laughs> Got to beat them with this lash. Having trouble beating your slaves? Try <laughs> Super Beats. Uh, Super Beats is like um, some kind of drink, like a powder that you put in water and stir it around. Oh, God. And it's like... Beat-based? Beat based, yeah, um, oh. like crystallized beats. Yeah, oh, okay. it's like I've seen. Yeah, I saw the infomercial <sighs> recently, and she has been the Super Beats spokesperson for turns out a while. She should work with them to find something for Flint, Michigan water. <laughs> right, she wants them dead though. I have, I know. <laughs> so <laughs> allegedly, is, I think someone posted. This is just them like videoing their their uh, TV. Uh, it's not very loud. Now you can barely hear it. What's it look like? It's like a... Is her on a set? No, it's like yeah, it's, it's like an infomercial. You know how they have those fake... Yeah, fake set. Fake spokespeople. Yeah. And it's like... She uh, wanted to be on television. Yeah, well, she got her... She got rejected for whatever. She she pitched a she claims that She claims that was a lot. Hmm. She pitched a sitcom. Like, oh yeah, people are just making that up about you. Why? Well, who makes that up? Well, she claims like the facts weren't exactly. Accurate. Sure, <laughs> sure they were. Because I'm going to believe you. Yeah. Try Super Beats Energy Plus. She said that journalists need to be curb stomped. Oh. 
Here's just a Super Beats commercial. American History X style. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She said that, but she didn't mean it like she didn't mean it like they should be curb shopped. She just meant they should be curb stomped. Oh, okay. Um, which is killing them. Just by drinking a glass of earthy vegetable juice daily, would you do it? Probably not. But what if this performance-enhancing veggie was transformed into a great-tasting circulation superfood drink? That's her. It's called Super Beats, and I can help you try it risk-free. Super Beats is loaded with vegetable dietary nitrates that boost nitric oxide levels in your body. None of this, this is true. This equals an increase in Jesus energy Christ, and stamina without stimulants. She has. Dietary nitrates are incredible for supporting healthy blood pressure, too. What I do you know about Super it? Beats as my pre-workout in the morning and as a non-jittery pick-me-up in the afternoon. I immediately felt like I was She has not Within, good you know, um, charisma. Charisma. She has none. No, that she was not reads. Good at all for she a reads from a teleprompter, and that's pretty much that's <laughs> for a TV spokesman. No one good. Um, Super Beats. Why, she's how did she this, get that job? She's been doing this for a few years. She just must be an NRA. I think it's pre-NRA. If you could be more heart the Dana show just by drinking a glass of earthy vegetable juice daily, would you do she it? She's with her hands on her hips. But what if this performance-enhancing veggie was transformed into a great-tasting circulation superfood drink? It's called Super Beats, and I can help you try it risk-free. See, Super Beats helps boost same your music. body. Same script, same music. Same everything, different, just a different. different set. Hi, it's Dana Lash from the Dana Show. Oh, God. She's a horrific person. She's attractive. That's it. She can't stand. She's eye. She's eye. She can't stand. She's awkward. She's also fucking mean. Well, that's why she's good for the NRA. It comes across. She's a shitty, shitty human being. Um, Super Beats commercials are still on. When you see the ones where she's talking shrilly into the camera, yeah, that's her. There's a scourge of media coming at you to take away your rights. Curb stomp them. Yeah. That's her. The doomsday shit with yeah. like explosions going off in the background. You're looking her up. I was just Dana Lash. Look, I looked up her super beats. Uh, yeah. <laughs> super beats. Super beats. Uh, maybe I'll try that. Oof. Dana Lash. Um, Fucking bitch. So someone pulled this clip of her. It was like an older clip. Well, someone said that she claimed journalists should be curb stomped, and she was like, "No, I didn't." And You're people like, were like, "Oh, here's the yeah, actual." Yeah, you did. This is the actual clip, Dana. This is you saying it. I just meant this should be, you know. Oh. I didn't mean killed. <laughs> That's basically what it came back. You know, I didn't mean kill them. I so was you like, mean you just want their teeth busted out of their heads and their jaws yeah, just broken? Kick them in the back of the head. That's all I'm saying. And you, you know your occipital lobe is right at the back of your head. That's uh, where. That's what uses processes your sight. So you want them to be blind. Uh, you know, curbs. You what you define as curb stomp is different than what oh, I define as curb stomp. Okay. You evil bitch. You know, if you <laughs> drank your super beats, it wouldn't kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Get that how, blood flowing that's again, how right? Bring to full the circle. <laughs> back of your occipital. These people are are the just the just the worst thing that could ever possibly happen just to the American political system right now with the way that they cover so many things. For instance, when they don't, it, nobody gets a fair shake on policy. No one gets a fair shake where it concerns immigration. They conflate illegal and, and legal immigration. They conflate a number of things, particularly the coverage on gun control. I have so many things that I hate about mainstream media. There is no way we are going to fit it in the allotted time today. They are the rat bastards of the earth. They are the boil on the backside of American politics. I have no other nice way to put it. Okay. okay. Uh, and that's then she went on to say that she should be curb stomped. Just frankly to see him curb stomped. I mean, yeah, that's how she started hmm, that. Happy just frankly to see him curb stomped. I mean, let's curb stomped. Mm-hmm. 
That's her. That's the real her. It's pleasant. Um, it's, pleasant. it's that John Wayne tough guy shit. It's yeah. like a lot of the gun people do that, where they just like uh, they just like to act like they're they're ready to just kill people mm-hmm. indiscriminately. You know, just oh, can I curb stomp them? I'm take them out. I doubt she would act that way if she was faced with a a, no. a, a, a mainstream media member. If, if no. someone said you can, you know, you can, if you curb stomp this person, we wouldn't press charges. She wouldn't go through with it. Mm-mm. She doesn't hate the media that bad. She needs the media. But if she took her super beats, <laughs> well, she sure, would be a good. She, she would be stomping harder. All comes full circle. Yeah. Do you want to curb stop journalists, but and you can't get the that, force on your character? <laughs> as always, when they say, "Well, you know the." Somebody killed journalists. Oh, I had nothing to. Uh, I had nothing. You to thought follow. I was serious about that? I had nothing to say. Why would I? What were you? Well, actually, I was serious about that. I mean, that's the one time I wasn't being paid, being paid to say something. Yeah. <laughs> everything else I do, everything else oh, is me being paid to say. I don't something. think there's any consequences. This for is me uh, talking freely off the cuff, unpaid. Do you believe that? Are you serious? Here's the consequences: us talking now. But for instance, the media will still bring her on to talk. They're still going to showcase her. All the media, by the way, not right. just that. Not just Fox or what the fuck ever. They're going to be on. Look, CNN brings on Corey Lewandowski. Well, they had her who on. assaulted a CNN reporter. Right. And they still bring him She was on. on the town halls after the shooting right. in Florida and on CNN. Right. To bring her on for what? You know what she's going to say. Right. And by the way, she wants you curb stomped. She's on Tucker what Carlson's show. What am I talking show. to her for? Uh, Dana Lash blasts liberal elites in new NRA ad. Your time is running out. Mm-hmm. What is that supposed to mean? We're all going to be curb stumps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Curb stumps, yeah. She has a, an actual, I think, hourglass in that one where she, like, hey, guys, time's running out. Is it, so. crystal light? Is it all the crystallized <laughs> beats running through the, through the hourglass? It's super beats. It's not actually sand. Right. It's super beats. <laughs> Your time is running out, but it'll be delicious. What a horrible, she's just a horrible human being. She's, uh, and she'll do anything for money. I don't know how much she believes in any of this stuff, but um, she has a brand. I always hope they actually believe in it. Because if you don't believe me, you're saying it, that actually makes you worse. Well, that's what I'm saying. So I hope she believes in She'll it. She'll just do it for the dollar. Shitty. <laughs> but I hope she believes in it. Oh, this is the ad. They use their schools to teach children that their president is another Hitler. They use their movie stars they. and singers and comedy shows. A lot shows of they and them. Yeah. To repeat their They're coming to get over you. Over and over again. And then they use their ex-president to endorse the resistance. All to make them You know, march. the black guy. After this... They had her come on and talk to shooting survivors on yeah. the CNN town hall. Why would you bring her on? Why would you have an NRA representative there whatsoever? Why do you need both sides of that? Xenophobia and homophobia to smash windows, burn cars. This is the most personality she's shown. Mm-hmm. She's into this shit. Yeah, that's her. This is a one-take job. The only option left is for the police to do their jobs and stop the madness. And when that happens, they'll use it as an excuse Ominous for their music. outrage. Mm-hmm. The only way we stop this, the only way we save our country and our freedom is to fight this violence of lies with the clenched fist of truth. Hmm. I'm the National Rifle Association of uh-huh. America, and I'm freedom's safest place. I'm also the Inter- super beat lady. Interesting. I'm the National mm-hmm. Rifle Association. Yeah. I'm the savior of America. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, choice of words. And then they have that dude who does those ads too, that weird... Uh, like square-faced guy. LaPierre? He's gone. Not, not LaPierre. There's a guy who does commercials just like she does. But it's a dude, and he's just like, they're coming to get you, and you're going to die. Well, Black-ass Coleon Noir does those. 
Yeah, I mean, he does. He doesn't do the pay him in white pussy. I'm sure. Oh, they had Charlie Daniels do it too. White vagina for you. Remember the Charlie Daniels ad? Not for you, right? I'm Charlie Daniels. Curious, you enabled. Listen up. Same music. You might have met our fresh-faced flower child president and his weak-kneed Ivy League friends, but you haven't met America. America. You haven't met the heartland where the people will defend this nation with their bloody, calloused, bare hands. That's More people from the coasts go to war. Yeah, you haven't exactly. met the steel workers, and the hard rock miners, or the swamp folks in Cajun country who can wrestle a full-grown gator. What? What's that skill? <laughs> who gives a fuck if you can wrestle a gator, you swamp folk? That doesn't translate into fist fight. You haven't anybody. met the swamp folk. <laughs> translate into fist fight. Anymore. I don't want to meet a swamp folk. Like, oh, what, what do you do? You wrestle gators? So, so that's not a marketable skill. It's a good thing to put on your resume. Right. Like Dana Lash <laughs> wouldn't even do that infomercial. Like, do you want to wrestle gators? Like she she at least has super beats. That's healthy, you know? You haven't met the farmers, the cowboys, the loggers, and the truck drivers. You don't know the mountain men who live off the land or the brave cops who fight the good fight in the What if you have though? <laughs> You're like fuck that mountain man. I knocked the shit out of him. It's just the arrogance to say like you don't like us because you've never met us. Like what if I meet you and you're still a piece of shit? Yeah. You know, is it is it really just a, a question of access to you? What if I meet you and I'm not scared of you? Right. You, know, you haven't met me. I'm some. I'm not scared of these these liberal elites because they don't strike no fear because they went to Ivy League schools. They don't strike no fear in you. But when you meet you meet the mountain man, you're going to be scared. What if I meet him? I'm like, hey, scared of this motherfucker. Right. I mean, who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah, and why is fear the, the main thing you're trying to push here? Because you got to fear me. Urban war zones. Urban war zones. No, you've never met America. Now, does he mean black? You ought to pray you never well, I don't know. What do you think? I don't I'm know. the National Rifle Association of America. Zones. And I'm freedom's safest place. I play a fiddle. Devil <laughs> <laughs> went down to Georgia. I play a fiddle. Song. When I'm not doing this, I'm playing fiddles. <laughs> <laughs> she sells beets, uh, beet I juice. Play fiddle. I play fiddle. Nothing screams tough more than a violinist. A beet juice powder concoction is marketed toward yoga loving liberal elites yes right like that's yes. the audience that's how she's right. getting paid so yes. these non-american coastal elites are the people she's selling so she's just a salesman man she's reaching out to the mountain man yeah hey 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 gator wrestler <laughs> yeah they need after that. you finish after you finish eating pig balls and fucking that hole in a tree drink some of this beet juice <laughs> this beet juice <laughs> You do all kinds of other foul shit. You <laughs> <laughs> drink this earthy vegetable juice. Yeah. Circulation yeah, it's, pumping. It's only a little grainy. <laughs> only a little. Go ahead and swallow it. It tastes like sand. Uh, what a shitty human being. There's a shitty, again, I postulated there's no, I uh, see how I slow down and put them things on that word, postulate. Postulate. See that? There's no consequences to them. No. I don't see it. I don't see what the consequences are. I don't even know if you could give them consequences other than why do we keep giving them avenues? Right. You don't have to put them on and CNN. And when you bring them on, you give them legitimacy. If you contact Corey Lewandowski NRA. is the perfect yep. example. Well, right. What are you giving him le- legitimacy for? The guy assaulted one of your reporters and he's a piece of shit. He's mocking Down's children. Right. <laughs> but you give him legitimacy. Why would you do that? But I don't just put it on 
on the people who are booking him and all that. I also put it on the people who go on a show with him and sit across from him. I walk into the green room like, what the fuck is he doing here? (laughs) What the fuck is... Right, and then just leave. You got to have a discussion with him. What am I going to talk about? What what am I going to talk about with this fuck boy? Right. You know, does any of my conversations end in me punching him? Can I do that? No? Right, because nothing you say is going to phase So what's the point? And then they'll say, he was scared to take me on. Yeah, you're right. I'm scared. I'm scared you're of you. scared to face me. I'm scared Better of you. wrestling gators. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I'm going to go home and drink some beet juice. You think I'm scared of you? I wrestle gators. What's our time, Andy? An hour 19. Wow. You want to talk about white privilege a little bit? Peppermint Patty and get out on Peppermint Patty? Permit Patty. Permit Patty. Me. We talked about it a little bit last week. It turns out yeah. she, she has lied. lied a little bit. Huh. Shocking, isn't it? I don't see color. Permit Patty, yeah. She went on a thing saying, you know, she didn't really call the cops. I was, she was pretending. She was pretending. And then nine, the 911 operator was like, hey, here's a tape. Really? You saying I didn't talk to you? <laughs> this is me talking to you. Yeah. Here's a tape. This is this is me talking to you. And in the tape, she was saying, I got someone here selling drinks without a permit, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So she was calling for the reasons she said she was calling. Mm-hmm. Again, the white, the 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 uh, so-called white moderate. <laughs> Once again, you call the cops on, on this kid. You want this kid to die. I'm just going to assume that. Now, that's what I'm assuming. Now, if you call the cops on on a black youth, you want him to die. You call the cops on anybody black, you want them to die. I'm just going to assume that now. You want them to die. If you're sicking them on the kid because you're in, you're just feeling convenience by them. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, obviously, there's a crime taking place, and you feel it legitimately afraid or mm-hmm. violated but if it's just like you know the kid that was cutting grass and called the cops yeah, on him yeah kid cut the grass or the kids are playing out in the streets or there's noise or whatever like you gotta know when you make that call what might happen yeah, this kid might die right we don't give a fuck though yeah that was That's, you don't give a fuck they don't care you don't give a fuck like the kid Antoine Rose, I was listening to the One A podcast we were doing the weekly roundup. <clears throat> I shot that little handsome boy in the back, and uh, I donated to his burial fee because they didn't have any money to bury him. So Sean King, which is another reason why you follow him on Twitter, he broke the story and then he set up, the, he posted the uh, the link for the GoFundMe. So they raised up enough money in about twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. it was pretty quick. They yeah. they brought the money, but the the person who's running the GoFundMe, the I guess it's the mother or the sister maybe, mm-hmm. she sends out updates of what's happening and, and this is what we're spending the money on and, and here's mm-hmm. what's happening here. You can come to the thing and, and so she's sending out, she's keeping everybody informed. Like this is where the money's going. Right. <laughs> you know, um, the boy was in a car that police thought was in a, and I'm doing air quotes, drive by. They pull him over. Um, they arrest the driver. The kid gets into the wind. Cop shoots him in the back. Turns out the driver had nothing to do with the drive-by. They let the driver go. Oh, really? No charges. I saw something that they found a gun in the car or something. Is nope. that not true? Nope. Or they found true. gun residue or something like that. <laughs> gun, what is gun, gun residue? Yeah, Gunpowder residue. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> on his hands. On the when kid you that got shoot shot. a gun, cordite gets on you. You know what I'm saying? So uh, yeah, and you can, t- but it wasn't true. People are just saying things now. Right. Like I this know. one guy said, well, I, I heard that he had an empty clip in his pocket. Right. Let's say, for instance, let's say for, he had a loaded clip in his pocket. Let's just say that. Cop didn't know that. Yeah. Cop didn't know that right. when he shot him. Right. It doesn't matter. 
And if you have a clip, that means nothing. Right. <laughs> that means I got to clip. throw it at you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hope to hit you in the face. Real fast. We'll throw it at you real hard. <laughs> yeah, it's empty, so it's not going to hurt very you much know? when it hits you. But. He shot him in the back. Mm-hmm. No matter how you slice it, he shot him in the back. So what you're saying is it's okay to shoot a boy in the back. That's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Well, their their official justification for shooting people in the back is if the guy is running away from you, wielding a gun, and you think he's gonna start shooting people in the crowd, mm-hmm. you can take him out. So you shoot into you think a he's crowd. a danger in well, not right. even into the crowd. If he, goes, right. if he runs into this apartment building, right. you think he's a danger, an immediate danger to people. So even though he's running away from you, you can shoot him. Mm-hmm. But that didn't seem to be the case here. That wasn't the case. I mean, it seemed to be just a kid who was scared and ran away from right. the cops. Right. Cops get people running away from all the time. Yeah. So that's not a new thing. This cop was first day on the job, but he had been a cop before, right? And got kicked off of forces because because guess why? Uh, Bad bad reports of interaction with black people. Right. (laughs) Right. Shocking. You know, it was just that on the one a they're reading emails from people, and I'm like, and you're still. Again, it's, it's something can be shot down in two seconds, but it wouldn't matter no matter how I say it. Just that simple. So you're saying it's okay to shoot a. A kid who has nothing in his hands and is running, you shoot him in the back. That's okay. Shouldn't have run. That's what they'll say. Yeah, that's they a lack disobey. of that's a lack of empathy. Yeah, the disobey thing, like like that's not a that shouldn't end in a that's shot. That's a death sentence. No. You know, you yeah. run yeah. and you chase him down. If you don't catch him, you have his buddies. You say, "What's that kid's name?" Yeah, go to his house later. You know, whatever. There's ways to catch that kid. First of all, catch him for what? Yeah, he's a passenger in the car. He's yeah. done nothing. But there's ways to check on who he is later yeah. if he runs away you find him you don't have to like it's like the the cop takes it personally you run away from me you That's can't exactly run away from me mm-hmm. and then the the boy had written a thing about not wanting to be a statistic and not wanting to die yeah you know and you shot the shot that baby in his back mm-hmm. and snuffed him out if you're a black kid you goddamn right i'm running from the cops <laughs> you're goddamn right i'm running from the cops why would i not run from the cops so i can end up in the back of a van with a broken neck Right. Like Freddie Gray, or so I can end up shot down in the street, like Mike Brown, or I can have a security guard fight me and shoot me for walking in the rain with a hood with a hood up. Outcomes are similar. <clears throat> yeah. Too, sim- too similar. Too similar. To not, All to the not. outcomes yeah. seem to be right. the same. So in my mind, it only makes sense for me to fucking get going. Get right. the fuck out of here. I got to get the fuck out of here. I know I didn't do anything. So even if they catch me later, it doesn't matter. I didn't do nothing. Right. <laughs> you know? You don't think as a 17-year-old, I might get shot in the back. And I shouldn't have to think that. That's the point of our society we live in. Doesn't There's a value gap applied to us, and, and, and people apply reasons as to why rather mm-hmm. than say this is wrong. Well, people bend over backwards mm-hmm. to find a reason. Mm-hmm. Even in instances where the police department has said, wow, this shit was fucked up. Yeah. We're going to fire the cop and prosecute him. There's still people on comment section going, whoa, you know, like – even his own people couldn't defend it. He was right. indefensible. Right. And you're defending him. Yeah, and so, you're still defending him. And he changed his, a lot of these guys, they changed their reports because they know what they did was indefensible. Mm-hmm. So they write a different report. And then some guy in the comment section is still trying to defend the guy who himself knew he couldn't be defended. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they're just going to dig and they just want to win this mm-hmm. thing for whatever reason. They, want it, they really want to make sure it wasn't racism, the kid was wrong, Mm-hmm. I'm going to find any angle to say that. And it's like, well, to what? To win a rhetorical point? Mm-hmm. You know, like what what's 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 the outcome of you feeling like like that was done by the book? 
Yeah, the you obvious solution is we would battle? rather sacrifice black people to losing someone, losing a modicum of white superiority. We would rather sacrifice black people. If that means that black children have to be gunned down the streets, so be okay. It. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay, because we can't show that whiteness is wrong and that whiteness doesn't give a fuck about blackness. Even the even the uh, uh, so-called moderate white people, <laughs> so-called liberal white, <laughs> right? Even that, it, it, that's then that's what the call for civility. That's what you're telling me is that you believe that that's more important to you than me, right? And, but I'm supposed to reach out to you, yes, and somehow convince you of my humanity. That's what you're telling me to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I just was talking with Dr. Nichols online. He wants, he's like, you got to be. People in Bernie's Bernie stands and and people in the fractured Democratic Party have democratic. I guess democratic. Are we saying that democratic? Democratic Party need to come together and co and coalesce and need to let things go. And my thinking is, I can't. I can't. I understand on paper being pragmatic and saying okay, but I'm not going to seek these people out. First of all, I shouldn't have to convince you to be civil and to do the right thing. I shouldn't have to have to explain to you what a good thing is. I shouldn't have to do that. It's like the thing we were talking about karma. I shouldn't have to do that. It's not our job. Right. It's not my job to educate you. It's not my job right. to like, right. Right. why if do I have you, to keep continue expending this energy? I'm right. the one that's being inconvenienced, but now I have to continue to expend this, this energy, energy to, to convince you. If you are a Bernie stan at this point, <clears throat> you clearly have to understand that you fucked up. <laughs> okay. A lot of it is pride. You got to get that. They now. don't want to you feel fucked that way. up. They don't want to feel okay. wrong, so you have to coddle them instead of right. telling them right. how wrong right. they are. You have to say, "Hey, I'm not going to judge you on that. Right? Let's work together." Okay, I'm That's not privileged. Going, I'm yeah. not Having going that. to do that. <laughs> yeah, I am not going to do that. I'm going to be honest. I would rather lose than mm-hmm. do that. Yeah, I'm going to just be honest. The reason why I would rather lose is because if I do that to you, I can't trust you. <laughs> okay, because they can go off and do it again. They'll do it again. They it's it not again. even they can't. They will do it again. Yeah. It's going to happen again. I don't trust you. There's no reason for me to trust you. I'd be stupid to trust you. And I'm not stupid. Far from it. <laughs> I'm not going to trust you. I just don't. I don't trust you. I don't trust Joe Stein voters. I don't trust those people who are holding on to this Bernie bro thing. I don't trust white moderates. I don't trust people who call for civility. I don't yeah. trust you. Because you'll sell me out in a second. In a second. In, in, and you'll rationalize it the same way people rationalize shooting a boy in the back. Shooting some baby in the back, even the same way yep. you rationalize it. Well, I mean, it just had to happen, you know. You know whose fault here is the kid. Yeah, yeah. you know, some shit like that. Dude right. just stopped it. Just put his hands right. up and right, right. Yeah. If the DNC would just reach out to us, then we would we would get in bed. But they just they keep treating us as if we were the problem. Well, you were the problem. Right. <laughs> That's why they're treating. They're us. making me feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Yeah. Don't um, make me sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a sad right now. You're yeah. not helping DNC. <laughs> and, fu- and fuck the uh, Republican moderate. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that in. <laughs> <laughs> Inside joke. You want to bring this one home? Yeah, we're hour we 30 covered, now. Yeah, we covered some ground. Thank you so much for sitting in with us, dear. Thank you for You are always me. welcome with us. As you can see, it's a long haul. But anytime you want to come, you let us know. Yes. And, you're, and if you feel like you want to have something you want to talk about. <laughs> Uh, we didn't talk about Terry Crews, but fuck any black man who doesn't support Terry Crews. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. There, that's what I'm, I, I'm that's what I feel. Sad we didn't get to talk about that a little bit. Just pop, <clears throat> just popped into my head. You're just talking the Fifty Cent right now. 
Huh? Talking about Fifty Cent right now? Not just Fifty Cent. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. It, not just Fifty Cent. Anybody. There's a lot right. of black men who are going at it. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Well, that's again the tough guy John Wayne shit. If I was if that was me, I would have. You know, you wouldn't have done shit. That's what the fuck you would have done. <laughs> nothing. You would have done nothing. And how about this? You never would have talked about it because you don't have the bravery that Terry Crews does. You never would have talked about it. You wouldn't even told your boys, and you swore your wife to secrecy. Right. You bitches. <laughs> you never would have talked about it. So fuck off. Fuck you. <laughs> he's he's far braver than you are. Here's another thing. You won't even say the shit to his face. Yeah, he'll fuck you up. <laughs> right. <laughs> fucking pick you up and put you to the fucking floor. Doesn't he know how to fight? Yes. He's been wrestling gators for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> he's been drinking his beet juice, wrestling gators. Look, he beats, he wrestles, he, he drinks beet juice and wrestles gators. First thing he does in the morning. You know, Terry Crews in those swamps wrestling gators. You don't want to mess with him, you liberal elites. Disgusting. It's disgusting. I opened up Twitter. I was like, you're going after Terry Crews? What the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with you? You know, a producer on Expendables 4 told him they're going to fire him. If I'm working on Expendables 4... Now I'm just not working on Expendables 4. I guess I'm an actor. I'm like, well, I can't do this shit. Right. If you did this to him, you'll definitely do this shit to me. I Well, I'm out. Right. Ain't no solidarity this game. Ain't no allies. Right, Andy? What What is it? It's, uh, it's all lies. <laughs> <laughs> so there. That's how I feel about the fucking Terry Crews situation. Um, um, shit, that was me. I would kick the dude's ass, man. Yeah, you would. I would have fucking been all over that shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I support Terry Crews. All right, y'all. Again, thanks so much to Charity Sade. You guys coming back? We're not doing a showdown rundown. You guys got except for Charity. This is our Thursday one, so let them know about your Wonderland shows and stuff like that. Yes, um, I have a show first uh, Wednesday of every month at Wonderland Ballroom, open mic. Um, please come out, sign up, send me an email at charity at charitysade dot com. And Andy and I will be at um, the DC Draft House on the 11th. We're on July a show on 11th. The 11th. July 11th. Great lineup, actually. Haywood yes, is. is on it. Chelsea Short is on it. Me and you are on it. And there's other people that I can't. Natalie McGill. Yes. Um, are you on it? No. David Carter put it together. Yeah, that's what yeah. we're talking about. You don't know. David Carter moved to Chicago. You don't know him. And he's well. back yeah. in town this week and he's put a show together. He said in the email it's going to be like a showcase. He said a Chicago style showcase. Whatever the fuck that means. Which is everyone's like doing a certain amount of minutes. I'm like, I don't know. I didn't know that they had their own yeah. type of showcase. showcase. Like a, okay. <laughs> you mean a comedy style showcase? <laughs> is that what you're talking about? Are we getting deep dish pizza afterwards? <laughs> But uh, it's a showcase. It's a bunch of good comics, great comics, I should say, mm-hmm. doing um, all doing probably about I don't know about eight to ten minutes. I assume we're all to do political humor. If he wants, that's that's what we'll do. Yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine I'm with gonna that. Do that anyway, I think probably. he wanted to cover like race. <laughs> <laughs> probably, I'm gonna race, do anyway. religion, and politics, or something like that. That's yeah, what he wanted it to I'm be probably about. Going to do anyway. So he, he booked people who have material about those things. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm assuming the crowd's not gonna be like, can you guys? Lighten up a little bit up yeah, there. Like, yeah, yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. like dating. Laughter's supposed to bring us all together. Talk about dating. I don't mean like interracial <laughs> dating either. Don't bring race. I don't bring race. I don't see color. Everybody looks at me. We <laughs> <laughs> interracial dating. <laughs> we'll talk about the white wife. That'd be funny. Just ask them for a topic. And just make it about race. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk about cats. Oh, you mean black cats? Black sure. Cats. <laughs> the Are most they... aggressive kind of cats. <laughs> Sit in the shelters longer because no one's adopted. No one adopts afraid a of black, black cat. cat. <laughs> Superstitious bullshit. Yeah, you got a problem with that, white man? Yeah, the so-called white man. 
<laughs> Next topic, please. All right. So y'all come on back. We'll be on that show. And on a, uh, I think that next Thursday, I'm on Wednesday. Dominic's show on that Friday. So that's Wednesday and oh, yeah. Friday, I'm on Dominic's show. Tomorrow night, July 6th, I'm on Dominic's show. It's called The Comedy Block at the DC Comedy Loft, there which is go. inside Beer Baron in DuPont Circle in DC mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, tomorrow, Friday night. Very fun. It's a great lineup, yes. actually. So come on so, through. Tim Miller's on it. Yes, he is. It'll be a Tim Miller sighting. All right, y'all. So come on back on Monday. We'll be here for y'all. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. Katie Shade. And we are Three Guys On. We're out. Peace.